So today's bake is called a jam cake. I got it out of a 1930-something cookbook that my mom gave to all of us girls when we got to college, I think. It's called the jam cake, and I've never seen it, never tasted it, and never made it. And also, never made it gluten-free. So we're doing it on the fly today. Let's hope for the best, but who knows with gluten-free, right? Hi, I'm Carolyn, and this is the Chili Bakes Gluten-Free Podcast, where I make ch traditional bakes gluten-free. Thanks for joining me again in the kitchen. Um, I'm excited to bake with you today and excited to see how this um, unusual bake turns out. This has a cup of jam put right into the, um, I was gonna say pie dough, but it's into the cake batter. So it's a, it's a mystery to me and it'll be all new information today because I've never done this before. So thanks for coming on this journey with me and let's go. Equipment and special ingredients. You're gonna need jam, this is regular jam with sugar and seedless blackberry would be what I would recommend any type you have. Uh, not too watery is what the recipe recommends. The other thing you need is a hand mixer, but that's pretty normal, and a tube pan. This is a 10-inch tube pan, which is actually a little larger than what they recommend, but it'll just bake a little quicker and um, be a little flatter, which I'm not thrilled about, but grease that tube pan. And then the other thing you need to do uh, is turn on your oven to 350 degrees. Make sure your rack's in the middle oven of your oven and has enough uh, headway for one of these tube pans. And that's it. Here are our dry ingredients. We're using a cup and a quarter, cup for cup multipurpose flour, a quarter cup of blanched almond flour, a teaspoon of sweet rice flour, and baking powder, one teaspoon and half a teaspoon baking soda. Get out, okay. Half a teaspoon salt. And here are the spices. We have half a teaspoon of cloves, we have a teaspoon of cinnamon, and half a teaspoon of nutmeg. A scant half teaspoon. I took out a little bit. And then we're whisking, and then we'll be done with the dry ingredients. Hey, if you guys love hanging out in the kitchen with me like Indy does, although he's trying to eat stuff on the, off the floor, which you probably aren't doing. Anyway, if you rate, review, and subscribe, stop trying to lick the table. If you rate, review, and subscribe, it really helps me know that you like what I, hi, I love you too. It helps me know that you like what I'm doing, and um, that would be great. So you can get notified when new episodes come out, and we can hang out together more often. Anyway, thanks for, thanks for coming back. Thanks for being in the kitchen with me. All right, let's start with the wet ingredients. We have six tablespoons of softened butter. It's salted. And we're creaming that with a cup of light brown packed sugar. Pa <laughs> uh, brown, light brown sugar that's packed. And we're just going to cream this here. Right, I'm going to do the rest of this off camera. If your butter isn't soft, uh, you can always microwave it slightly. But, um, or just keep mixing it. Now that the butter is fully mixed into the sugar, we're going to add two large eggs and beat those in well. A quick scrape. Three tablespoons of sour cream is going in next. All right. 
are done with the mixer now, we're stirring in the dry ingredients until they're just barely mixed. I'm going to use my Dutch whisk. You can use a spoon, but I love this thing, although it takes a little longer. All right, I'm going to say that's just barely mixed. I'm going to give it a scrape here. And now is when we add this cup of jam, which feels scary. Okay, we're doing it. Oh my gosh, this is the weirdest cake ever. Okay. I did stir the jam a little bit to make sure it wasn't hard to stir in. Oh my gosh, this is so bizarre. That looks pretty well mixed, but not overmixed, and it's going in the tube pan here. It's a pretty color. Just smooth it out here. All right, it says it's supposed to cook for about half an hour, which is a little ambiguous. And since I haven't made the recipe before, I have no idea. So we're going to see how long that is. Into the oven it goes. Let's put the icing together. It is a quarter cup of butter, a half a cup of sugar, brown sugar, a third a cup of light cream, or this is actually full milk, and a pinch of salt. That's kind of a heavy pinch. And we're going to heat this up over the stove until this all dissolves. And I'm going to bring it right back to you. Let's add half a cup of powdered sugar and see what the consistency is. I'm going to make this uh, more like a drizzle than a frosting. All right, I want to make sure all the powdered sugar lumps are out, uh, which I don't think they're quite out, so I'm going to beat it a little bit longer. And I might make this a little bit thicker, so um, that was half a cup. I might add another quarter cup so that I can make it a little thicker, and then I'll beat it and I'll show you what it looks like. So this is the consistency I want. It's um, thick, but I don't know if you can see that thick, but drizzleable. Is that a word? I'm making it a verb. Yeah. And there we go. So I made this cake twice because it fell so much the first time, and as you might remember from the beginning of the episode, I've never made this before, and it fell a lot. Like, it fell an inch and a half, so this is a huge divot. Now, I could, if I, I'm trying to style this to make it fine, if I was making it for family, I wouldn't really care, because sometimes this happens. If I wanted to serve it to people, like at a dinner party, I wouldn't do any of this frosting until I was ready to um, serve it, because... Uh, it's a gluten-free cake and they can get soggy. Um, you could cut off some of this rim here so there's less distance and do the actual frosting. The original recipe calls for frosting it with this uh, brown sugar buttery frosting, which is sort of caramely, but it is very, very sweet. So the cake is already really sweet with a cup of sugar and a cup of jam. Um, and so I feel like that's just too much to frost the whole thing. And then, um, you know, just too much. So I'm going to do this a little differently. So I'm going to do a dusting of powdered sugar. Let's see if I can make this sow's purse into a, into a sog's here. No. Silk, you know what I mean. There's a saying there. Okay. We're going to do a little powdered sugar. We're going to fill the ditch with fresh fruit. I'm using blackberries. Um, 
I did taste the other cake that got ruined. Whoops. And so I do know that it tastes like a yummy spice cake with, um, it tastes like a yummy spice cake, but it's a little fruity. So, um, any kind of fruit would be amazing in here. Get out of the hole. Okay. We're just going to put blackberries cause that's the jam I put in. I think we're going to do the drizzle and then the whipped cream. Alrighty. Good Lord. What have I done here? This is kind of a hot mess. And now it's not that drizzable. That's okay. We're just going to go. We're just going for it. All right, a little drizzle there. And then we're gonna do some whipped cream. It would be nice if you piped this, uh, but I'm not a piper, a whipped cream piper. So I'm gonna dollop it, try to make it look pretty. Oh Lord, this is, I feel like this is just, <laughs> maybe this is just gonna be a hot mess, right? Because I'm not piping it. Alrighty. Ah, oh, crap. We could put those on there, or we could put mint. We could do a little mint. Let's do some mint here. Okay. Maybe a little spice. A little spice. A little mint. Oh, Lord. Face down. No. Alright. That's too big. There we go. Alrighty. Alright, it's not that pretty, but it works, right? You could serve this to people without being horribly embarrassed, I hope. So that's how I'm going to style it today. So here's the bake. Um, it is super moist. It's it's spicy, but not too spicy. It has a little fruity high in the undertone because of all that jam. Um, but you wouldn't necessarily know it was blackberry. Um, it's a little bit dense. Obviously I need to fix the recipe because it fell in the middle, but it is one of my favorite spice cakes I've ever had as far as taste. Mm. Mm. I'm really glad I decided to put fruit in the divot. Um, I wish there wasn't a divot, but it tastes really good with fruit and a drizzle of, um, or dusting of powdered sugar. The caramel icing that's traditional for this cake is really sweet. So I like the fact that I drizzled it so you get a little of the caramel flavor, but it's not just insanely sweet. So if you love insanely sweet, frost the whole thing with a caramel icing by all means. But if not, I really recommend lightly sweetened whipped cream, fresh fruit with a dusting of the um, maybe powdered sugar and a little drizzle of the caramel icing. It's phenomenal this way. It's really, really good. Mm. Really good. This is take two, because of course, do I do things right the first time? No. And um, so half the cake's gone. <laughs> no. The next podcast bake and YouTube channel, I don't know what you call them. Is it episode? Anyway, the next bake is October, I just forgot, October 18th. We're making brownie brittle. Brownie brittle is a whole pan of those crispy edges of brownies that are so delicious. And we're going to make it gluten-free even better so that you can enjoy them. It's so good with ice cream. So good plain, but so good with ice cream. Anyway, thanks so much for hanging out with me in the kitchen. I hope you had fun, learned something new. I still have to work on this recipe quite obviously, but I will share that with you when I um, when I can. Thanks for being on this um, exploratory journey, journey with me today with this recipe I'd never tried. It was kind of a hot mess, but delicious nonetheless. Until next time, have fun in the kitchen. Eat something gluten-free. Bake something gluten-free. 
eat it too. Mm. I'm gonna go play ball.